0: This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? He's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Ray not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he says, I go the opposite.
1: Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah. I've got what are you? What are you? What well. are you? Have you got a brother and uh, brother-in-law?
0: Uh no. <sighs> You need a brother-in-law For your tips mate That's oh, where really? I get mine from Yeah, I could ask my brother To divorce his wife And then we can see how we go But yeah,
1: mm, would be the first step Wouldn't it
0: <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group.
1: It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other (laughs) open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, C, soccer, and he's more.
0: Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Straight sports journalist Josh Gallup, And welcome to the Kick It Forward podcast The only sports in that tells Stop changing it, geeks, to <laughs> tell it <laughs> what like it t- is <laughs> Remember, yell kick it forward anywhere Tag us and we'll share it I wouldn't mind someone at the opera If you can manage that, guys yeah. Besides me is always a very, I guess, worse for wear Reporters, Georgia and Harry, guys, how are you going? you mean? I'm fine I'm at, I'm at 100% battery are you tired um, or something oh I'm um, bucket. yeah um, how you hey guys
1: yeah well I guess this is the special edition part of the for the gather round is that right guys uh,
0: yeah I guess well, so we'll be we mentioned we did go yeah Yeah. Well, we're gonna do some sort of wrap after that I guess yeah, I think did so.
1: we I don't remember uh, oh what <laughs> did you have one beer you probably Selt- did have one <laughs> beer I don't drink
0: beer it was a seltzer you also didn't do your Harry's Big House punishment which is really frustrating it's, but so, hey, so, frustrating. It it's so frustrating it's so like frustrating it a lie the... the whole thing was a lie yeah, right. I, don't I don't know, know, know but it's just like a classic non like part of the gag thing like oh well this not a rule. I'm not paying for it. Anyway, can we move
1: on? Josh and I ducked over to Melbourne before to be a part of a gather and flight. But, jet um, setters. Jet setters around the country and uh, what I really enjoyed at the airport, G, was Josh trying to get himself a, an emergency exit row, pulling out the do you realize I'm a Velocity Gold member? No,
0: you didn't. He <laughs> yeah. said that. No, I packed you in. You should. You should try that stuff. It's trying. How'd you go? She goes, I'll just check. She goes, no.
1: No, I thought she, I thought you said she put you in one and she just lied to you to get rid of you. What yeah. are you
0: talking about? I was clearly not in the exit row. So on the flight over, I went, I went to check in so the site, try and get it. And uh, she goes, uh, all right, you can pay for it. And I didn't have enough money in my bank account to pay. And there's some flaw in the version system that if you go to pay for a seat, you can't go back. They had to bring in like seven people with The computer are down <laughs> they finally got me on and checked in but they'd shut the plane off the guy behind them had just gone like flight closed to go on because oh it was God. 28 minutes left till it left and then harry was just there chilling. you know you know you were like, like oh, oh you know um
2: I'm a Vel- Velocity Gold member, actually. She would go, oh, okay, well, let me just check. She would have gone on her computer, just written, dude is a cunt, and then been like, mm, um, okay. Um, oh, I can't do it. You know, you guys always ask for uh, exit row seats. So I don't know why there's so much leg room on those planes. I yeah. don't understand why you guys need that. I've
0: seen you get an exit row before and ask for one, though.
2: Yeah, that's because I can You're da- a piece of
0: shit, speaking I, of C could, words. I want to
2: be can... able to dangle my legs. Yeah. Georgia, my you could lie down
1: between the seats with your feet touching the back of the next one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Guys we did get to Melbourne And the first order of business for Josh Was to get himself an ice cream <laughs> So he's, ice? he's found this ice cream shop right He's had a look at it and goes I might just go and I'm just going to check I've got to do something outside
0: I don't want to walk and eat an ice cream Yeah yeah, so I just—I went in there and it he's, looked crap. You wanted an excuse, and Harry stayed in there because he knew I was talking shit. So I'm just <laughs> out the front, going like this, Peeking over my phone, waiting for him to walk out, and he just sat there and he goes, so "How's your day? Yeah, buongiorno, um, <laughs> Italian."
1: <laughs> then you did find one. Hey, one last thing from me before we talk about the footy later on—we will discuss more of it. We had a few. We had a few drinks over in Adelaide. Mm. Did you guys? Mm. Uh <laughs> I dabbled. Guilty. Yeah. Um Two. <laughs> Thursday night was quite large in particular. I was actually woken up by you, Josh, which was really good because I had a golf booking at North Adelaide Golf Course. We just made it on time, like a few minutes before TF. But I was so hungover when I was filling out the form for the club hire. I spelled my name wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I looked back at
1: it and went, are there three R's in Harry?
0: (laughs) Harry.
1: But I tell you what, I had a good round. Found a new great driver. That driver I wanted to steal it, but
0: we don't support stealing. All, no. the, all the other things are against it as well. No. George, how was your trip away?
2: Stealing, one of the many things. A few takeaways.
1: Tell, okay. us, tell us from start to finish the entire trip. You've got hours <laughs> hours. I'll tell you in real time. <laughs> I woke up. I'll tell you
2: in real time. It will A week take, prior. The story will take as long as the trip did. Um, What happened? got okay, the- Tell <laughs> us. Do you have notes? Uh, We dressed up as sons, that was fun. We went yellow face and dressed up as sons. One of the highlights for me was on the Friday night and a dude- Yeah, he he asked us for a
0: photo and we were like, who can take it? And it was- First guy that walks
2: past, uh, tall bloke. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll take a photo. It's Riley O'Brien, the Ruckman from the Adelaide Crows. Amazing. At 2 a.m. We only sort of put two and two together when Josh Rochelle, who we've done videos with, then walked past and was like, what the fuck are you boys doing Uh, here? (laughs) And why is Riley O'Brien taking a photo of you guys?
0: Well, that's a very good question. And this other punter had, I don't think he had any idea what was going on either. No, they loved it. It was just the fact it was an alleyway at 2 a.m. The fun crescendo of the night. Yeah, anything else, Georgia? Uh,
2: Shout out to uh, Darcy Fogarty buying you and I a rum and coke. Josh, how are you
0: going? You feeling still a little bit dusty from the week? you know when you have a wedding weekend or a, a big boys weekend away mm. or any anything where there's a lot of you know fun frivolity yes. you're peaking constantly it's a great time you come back and it's always like that night's sleep is so bad the sunday scaries in a way this last day has been really t- tough because you had to get up when you were straight into work and i don't know just can't help but have a couple negative thoughts and Shit. i was just thinking it was pretty bad but at the same time it's- <laughs> But, yeah, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Whoa, that went, what, did that you, went Christopher Nolan Did you guys not drink or... yesterday? It's called uh, being an absolute legend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a legend. I actually got kicked out of Adelaide for drinking all the beers.
0: You know
2: the last thing I heard before going to sleep every night was this first thing I'd hear waking up every day, and that was Harry opening a beer. <laughs> Uh,
1: It was a work trip. I didn't drink any beer. I'd come home like
2: an hour or two before. I'm sitting in bed. It's like 2 (laughs) a.m. and I'm just dozing off. And then Harry gets in at 3 a.m. He's
0: like, (laughs) you know, and suddenly (laughs) I'm up and I just, (sighs) gee,
1: on the last (laughs) night, on the Saturday, on the last night, I think we got back. And um, a couple hours later as usual, I think I was just really trying to extend the fun and denying that it was over. (laughs) So a few of us were watching, we went with a few few other mates as well, a few of us were watching like Vince McMahon highlights and (laughs) and, like versus Stone Cold Steve Austin cracking
0: open beers. <laughs> so yeah, it was sad when it all came to an end, and I tell you what, crashed pretty hard. Uh, Harry also had a cigarette with a really famous uh, person, but he's not—he's—he's he's embargoed us. Embargoed, saying, yeah. embargoed. When, it if,
1: was a work trip, no? doubt Let's just say we. Ah, let's just say he yeah. had the
0: cigarette, then we had to Tom Cruise. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. okay. One thing I did know when we kept leaving this place called Pancake Kitchen—it's a 24-hour <laughs> pancake place, but they also do burgers and apparently home loans as well.
2: They do everything. That, their list the men had it, you wanted it like they would do it.
0: So we went in there, and Georgia was really upset about. It, we went in there because we are like, fuck it, we'll do it. It's been three nights already a row past it. So we weren't served for 20 minutes. And in that time, we were just like, let's check out the Google reviews. There were like 3,000 and about 1,000 were one star. So it averaged to about 3.8, which is pretty bad. But okay. some of the highlights were... <laughs> Employee intentionally bumped into my friend while talking to a fellow customer, who was the employee's ex-girlfriend. Then proceeded to tell us that we had to leave the store or we will be calling the police. The disgraced, jealous employee, tall bloke with weird beard. Had no right to do what he did. Do not recommend. Police agreed. So police obviously <laughs> have rocked up. Hey, uh, police pan- agreed. Tell us um, about the pancakes. The, yeah. The other one was- um, Officer, would you recommend this? <laughs> if, the other one was, if I could give it zero stars, I would. Ooh, that's- I love that You one. always yeah. know that's yeah. bad. It took 40 minutes just for them to give us four drinks. The smell in there was horrendous. And actually, it looks like there was human feces in the corner. It took about (laughs) 35 minutes for them to clean and get all the plates off the table. We didn't even bother to eat and just left them after the drink. So they still stayed for the drinks to site human poo in the corner. why, Why can't you give zero stars? One to five. So there's people like, if I could give six, I would. Or yeah. I could get zero. One
1: suggests that there's something okay happened though. But hey. Yeah,
0: Harry, for
2: context, we left um, Memphis Slim's 2 a.m. I want to go home. And they're like, hey, you know what's a great meal after a night out at a club at 2 a.m.? Not Hungry Jack's Takeaway nah. or anything that. Let's sit down and dine in at a pancake <laughs> restaurant.
0: You know, it's quite a common thing. <laughs> pancakes <laughs> late night is common. There's like a billion Waffle Houses and a billion IHOPs. Oh. George is like, who would ever want pancakes? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> 330 fucking million Americans. <laughs> George- Josh Joe. walks
2: in and he's like, oh, table for four. Yeah. And they seat us at
0: a table and give us menu. Then they just didn't serve us. Luckily, they didn't serve us. To and be fair, you are a bit of a stickler because, you know, you're from high society and you're not used to these things. Mm. But to be honest, I, I didn't tell you guys, I filled up on feces. So, <laughs> oh, congrats. I was My final takeaway was, we, we, we'll get to this later, but we wore some costumes to the Suns v. Frio game. Five Suns with faces painted, one sunscreen, which is me. No one else dressed up. We were the only ones no dressed one up. No one else. We we got a bit of sour reception when we walked in, but there were some kids, but a lot of people were like, oh, fuckwits. But I, I think we should destigmatize and for a gather round experience, yeah. there should be one game which is like, well,
2: I was expecting a lot more costumes in general. I saw some around. wears wallies and then us yeah. and that's it. I thought it'd be a lot more rugby sevens vibe where everyone dresses up for
0: a day. Or exactly. Something
1: like that. Okay, next year- Gather around. Should we, okay, first of all, should we go again? Oh, I loved it.
0: I want to go again. Hey, embargoed. Okay, from okay, made okay, embargoed for body. Embargoed for my body. But anyway, we have these costumes and I wanted to sell them. So I put them up on Marketplace. The Marketplace Chase. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so that's our new sting so we do a lot of marketplace stuff on our Instagram so put up uh, the marketplace of the five suns costumes they cost us 400 bucks because we were a bit rushed memories though as seen on TV because we made it onto TV and bargained for later five state of the art and almost new sun costumes for 400 bucks total or nearest offer no time wasters full stop whether supporting the mighty Gold Coast Suns or celebrating a newly formed cult and vol star worship these dirty little six pointed numbers are for you worn once and celebrated in an infamous loss at Norwood Oval one lucky buyer not only inherits these timeless pieces, but also they win the smell and regret for paying $400 for a very brief joke. So it chucks up Harry wasted, over, <laughs> holding his. One just says, fifth costume missing. There's Giorgio naked in the shower and one of them. is just the fourth photo. <laughs> but these are some of the responses. Is this still available? And I go, yes. And they go, yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> and then they leave the conversation. <laughs>
1: what a waste of time marketplace. Oh, you, know, you,
0: know your, you know what your issue was there? You didn't put no time wasters. I did put no time wasters. Oh, oh well, then that's This guy just- wrote, good morning. Is this still available? I w- I'm willing to swap for five prime bottles. I go, yes, are you still interested? And he goes, no, sorry, my cat ran across the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> that was not <so> funny. <laughs> Is this still available? Yes. Are you interested? Big Lanky Ranga, thanks for your reply. I'm more interested in the seven foot tall sunscreen bottle. Is that for sale? It was destroyed somewhere in Norwood. Someone has wrote, why do your parents love Tom the basketballer more? That's my older brother. So thanks so much. Uh, hello. Okay. Is this still available? I can trade you a three foot fish tank.
1: Bit of a oh. mental health rollercoaster marketplace, isn't it? <laughs> you're getting all these rejections.
0: Yeah. No low balls. It I was- know what I've got.
1: <laughs> it was fun wearing the sun's costumes in the Gold Coast cheer squad. They kind finally invited us in. All
0: right, should we move on? No. Cool B B facts. A lot of
2: good um, B and Ant fact chat with people in Adelaide, actually. It seemed to be the majority of topics people would approach me about.
0: You have to be the most polarizing member of this podcast. People either fucking love Giorgio or they're like, he speaks so slow.
2: Who who said (laughs) that?
0: Oh, man. Um, But go on. Tell me about it.
2: Um... I might just pat it out a bit and make you <laughs> really, yeah, you're really angry. Uh, <laughs> 28 grams of honey is enough fuel for a bee to fly around the earth. Context.
1: Hang on, don't they make, they make the They though? Yeah, honey though? It's
2: like enough
0: energy for them. This is a shit fact.
2: What do you mean? It's brilliant.
0: One, they never leave probably like a couple kilometres from the nest, if that, or the hive. Yeah, but like there's there are enough
2: calories in there. For it to produce enough energy for a bee to fly around the air. that's sick. Oh what do you mean? I don't I know
1: if I feel not, um, like really comfortable talking about slaves on this podcast. Oh, mm.
2: bees aren't they not sla- they not slavery. No, no. We've no, been no. through this. It's, it's pretty, pretty
0: disgusting this. of you again. Yeah. Yeah. I Actually, asked um,
2: I asked <laughs> Chat, I asked Chat GPT to clear this up. It's another robot of
0: no relation to me. Oh, yeah. Chat GPT said that bees don't enslave other bees. Okay. Yeah, but that's a 2018 model. It's not been updated. Should we move on? Mm. Mm. Nadi Bartel-Poos for the first time in a day. It was
3: better than Leo.
0: The Matildas have won again.
2: And welcome back, Daniel Ritardo.
0: They came bounding over. (laughs) The Headlines. Welcome to The Headlines, where we walk through the weird and wide world of sport for the week. Uh, No real surprise. Embargo over. Let's talk about Gather Round. We gather round,
2: we gather round.
0: Yeah, I didn't have much capacity (laughs) in my brain today. I was like, sounds kind of That was awesome. Yeah, you liked it? That was awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, Where should we start, guys? Can we start Uh, with my favorite part of the whole thing?
0: Alright, yeah, you start Beers? The Hill Oh, The Hill at Adelaide Oval The Hill Oval. It's like the it's, Now it's my favourite ground in Australia Because of The Hill Ah, Hill's yeah. overrated It is over no, I, I want to sit down
1: Amazing grandstands yeah. And then this cool place to go on stand And uh, be at The Hill like, What I really loved about The Hill too Was when I saw this guy <laughs> He sneezed, right? I don't, did you catch this guy sneezing? <laughs> no And he sneezed again <laughs> Okay and he sneezed again. Okay, yeah. He was sneezing for 10 minutes. He
0: must have hay fever from the grass on the hill. Yeah, we well, shouldn't go on the hill, should he? No. He should. But it's such good value <laughs> that he doesn't want to leave. Maybe, yes, aller- right. Maybe he's allergic
2: to people sinking beers. We yeah, a lot out shouldn't have hung around me also, then. the hill, not a fun for people who aren't six foot five and above. Funny when we were oh. there, though. We
0: were there and there's like a real atmosphere. It's Thursday night, first round to gather around. Adelaide are pumping Carlton, the unbeaten side. This young, exciting Crows team. And from about one minute in, Georgia's like, "When are we going out?" Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. This is like kind of what you pay for. Everyone's getting into it. Uh, you know, we're meeting nice people, really, really friendly people. Anyone that came up to us over the weekend, absolutely lovely. I only had one guy yell, Gallup's a wanker at the Norwood game. And to be fair, I was wearing a sunscreen suit. so it's oh, probably
1: me, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> yeah. that's approved.
0: We went upstairs to the seats finally. He's like, guys, please. And we get up there. Our seat's been taken because we're so late to the game. And so now we realise we're in ZZ100 because they're... So no, the best thing about yeah. it is no matter what, if you go to the Adelaide Oval Hill, like I love it how they've opted to not have 10,000 seats in the stands and just have a grassed area. Yeah, it's a really good place to look at the back of people's T-shirts. Good and
2: hear g- about how good the game is. Any good teas? Uh, not yours. I think they actually
1: were selling step. <laughs> the loser. Lo- they were selling um step ladders out the back, Giorgio, if you yeah. wanted to buy one. Giorgio, was it Thursday or Friday night that we went up to the seats and you asked me to Oh was there anything from the bar boys? Giorgio, oh can you grab me a chocolate bar?
0: Yeah, I want a Cadbury dairy Milk.
2: That's oh. probably a get your own
1: situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we're, doing, we're, we're doing rounds. <laughs> we're doing rounds. Get me a chockey. Sub mine out for a chockey, but still get me a Santori. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> what's wrong with having a little chalky at the footy? Nothing at all. No, actually, dairy milk. I did. They did catch my eye. I would have uh, shared it. You should have asked. You definitely didn't share it. You you, you should have said something. I would have. And then we were, then at halfway through the third quarter, we we're like, let's go back to the lawn. This is so shit where we're sitting. And Troy goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, it was a great view. I could see all the play develop over the ground. I'm there for the footy. No, okay? you're not. I'm there to watch good football. You didn't have binoculars. Play. There's no way you could see it.
1: I have 2020 vision. I went to four games over the weekend and watched about 20 minutes, <laughs> and that's the, what the gather and vibes all about.
0: No, we were we actually watched. Well, it a fair few. bit of
1: port when it was raining. That was good. Yeah, so, you never were right tear us it. apart. Um, and then they've got the second best AFL song, so
0: that was good to sing that after. A couple other takeaways. I had um, Eddie Betts just getting so into the game from the sidelines. So in between, they had Fox footy people on the ground, basically. And he was just like cheering his head off. This is when he's not on camera. He's watching it running around everywhere. Everyone else is sort of like, oh, it's pretty fun. But there was another grab I got. Dima was in an interview with Kath Loughnan, so the Richmond coach. They just started talking a bit about spliff. Now,
1: tonight on Fox, we've got Lyon, Brown, Buckley,
2: Lewis, and Pavlich.
3: Would
2: you say
0: they're
3: great Uh, broadcasters or not great? Are they on tonight? Oh, the medicinal. Personal marijuana, definitely by the time I watch that replay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I've been using that because
3: that's, that's
0: how I get through. Jim, I thanks you, Doug. Thanks, lot guys. Time. Have a good night. Is he joking about the medicinal mar- marijuana or the fact that he'll need it when he listens to you? Well, three? I don't think he means smoking a couple of joints <laughs> tonight, but I think he's,
1: not, he's not, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on the CBD oil, but uh, it's Here they come.
0: First of all, great transition from Brownie. Just gone straight from Spliff's. To, uh, but the
2: tux. Add to the list of things we don't endorse on this podcast drugs. You were buying a chocolate bar
0: at a game, so I knew you were a nerd, but I didn't realize you were that big of a nerd. <laughs> no. No, we're an anti-drugs. Like slaves, an anti-drug. hate drugs. <laughs>
1: All right, boys. Let's move on to Norwood for the Frio Suns game. What was we the
0: highlight of the weekend?
1: I think so. Cool little small small oval vibe. I'm Nine thousand people at Norwood. What's about five or ten minutes out of the CBD? Our first takeaway: <laughs> the ridiculous length of the bar queues.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like they were like hey we normally get 500 people at the game mm. do we need to change anything for 10,000 no nah just still no, get fine. old Jack old Jack to work the wing bar
1: it was good <laughs> like it like dad.
0: The, the, yeah. the, the bartender was in a 2 meter by 2 meter steel shed and the guy behind the counter looks like my dad every time anyone asked anything he'd go oh okay 2 beers um, and he just <laughs> like hadn't <laughs> seen <laughs> where it was before by the end of the first quarter the line for that bar hugged the entire rim of half the diameter of the entire oval yeah. 40 minute <laughs> yeah, wait
1: apparently yeah. Yeah. why yeah. would you So we left to a local pub and had a great time with $12 jugs. Yeah. Then came back, of course, for the last quarter to enjoy that time with the Gold Coast cheer squad. We were kindly invited in. Of course, dressed up as Suns. I felt like a little bit of a traitor, guys. I was secretly cheering for Fremantle.
0: Well, it was Sunscreen, so it was Fremantle. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't realise I infiltrated them. It's always a weird thing with the cheer squad because it's you obviously have to a little be a little bit insane sometimes or whatever to be in a cheer squad, but you know, we love the passion. Mm. But it was interesting being there because actually it's a really fun aspect because goals coming through to try and mark it. And when we actually got on the screen, Harry had marked the ball, like the ball had gone you into his it. hands from a goal late in the yeah. game in the Gold Coast end. And then I tried to fist it. This is all while we're on TV on KO. The one time we got on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rolled my ankle so bad <laughs> yeah. because I was trying to be a digger and I'm in this box and hit it and I'm like, oh, my God, I've definitely, like, fucked my ankle. Luckily, the next day it was only, like, a type 1 sprain or whatever. I was just being a baby. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I had my chocolate bar, and then, <laughs> but then you can see my face on screen as soon as I'm actually yeah. shown. I'm popping up off the ground because I've just rolled my ankle, and my face is grimacing, and everyone else is laughing at me.
1: So good. Like two weeks ago on the pod, we were celebrating the behaviour of kids stealing pills when they catch it. I regret not just sprinting out of Norwood Stadium <laughs> with the footy. Do you reckon they'd be able to identify? Ah, uh, there's a six foot six son
2: <laughs> running down Norwood <laughs> with an AFL sheriff. Dude comes up to you and he's like, "Did you steal the footy?" And you're dressed sign it like- no, no, it was that son over there. Yeah, <laughs>
1: four there's more. five others.
0: <laughs> yeah. We had a couple other submissions. A lot of people sent us a post-match kick it forward from an Essendon player.
1: It was pretty simple. It was just kick it forward and get it going forward and, and tackle pressure in the forward line. And
2: I think, you know, we're really building yeah, a bit of a hallmark in our game, just mm. our tackle pressure
1: around
0: mm-hmm. the ground. So it makes the most amount of sense. Uh, the last one was Rewald had like seven staples in his head for the entire post-match interviews. He's like the strongest Bleeding. man in the world.
1: It the blood on his face. <laughs> all over his face.
0: Blood rule? And he's like, "Yeah, the boys played really well with well, cheese. We just weren't good enough. So there's seven staples in your so head. I think you Is that t- swaying side to side. Mm.
2: <laughs> Jack, you tried hard
1: enough. You're fine, mate. You can you can play again next week.
0: How do you think you guys would react to a seven staple head knot? I'd be fine. Wouldn't, I would wouldn't even really notice matter. it. Wouldn't matter. Like, More chocolate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually had 28 once. So 28 what? Chocolate bars.
0: Yeah. I did that. I thought as well, just it was fun being in Adelaide. It's a fun city for a hosting Yeah, and,
2: and not every city needs to go, we want Adelaide. We want, like, you're a little spoiled kid who's like, sibling got something and you didn't. What cities did that? Literally every other city. Like, Perth, McGowan saying, yeah, you know, Adelaide, you know, Perth should have.
0: McGowan actually said it. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Sydney coach Longmire was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to see it in New Zealand." Well, Wales. the coaches all just and want then, the free home the game. And the coaches are like, yeah. you know, let Adelaide have it. They did they it want- well. It
0: was good. But I understand them saying because they want a free home game. Like, I, if the, were the premiers saying it or anyone mm. like that? I saw the reporters in Perth saying it's like, hey, about time where you get it. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, Perth papers being like.
2: Listen up, WA fans. They've robbed us of know. It's fine. It's fine. We can have it there.
1: It was fun for us Perth people to go to a little destination event. I mean, AFL desperately trying to grow the market in Queensland, but would enough people go to the games? Is Perth too far away? People just like,
2: nah. Although I would like it in Perth so I can Airbnb my mutely renovated three-by-two out for about a million dollars a week. What's that in chocolate bars? Harry, you bought it. (laughs) Yeah. A
1: lot. A lot. I will tell you what, one thing though, we were, um, Josh being a bit of an Adelaide local, you've been there a couple of times, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: randomly a lot in the last two years. Josh,
1: you showed us some great pubs and I thank you so much. The Cranker, that was cool. Um, The Exeter was great. However, when we met up with Josh's mate Jules on the last day... He took us to a great spot called the Cumbie, which was just full of like 12 out of 10s, lots of hot people. <laughs> the footy was on. There was like seltzer jugs. Why were we hanging out with 80-year-old punters all weekend at the Exeter? <laughs> when we could have been at the Cumbie the entire time. And there
0: was bounce royalty there too, Bernie Vince. So I was about to go up to oh him yeah. and be like, mate, like, tell us a secret. Like, Do you guys come up with the TikToks or do, <laughs> do they get presented to you? Like, take us behind the curtain, <laughs> Bernie.
2: You know how we complain a lot about people going to football games wearing merch of teams that aren't playing. Yeah. I think you get a free pass at gather Round Obviously, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was
0: hilarious too because it's it's almost like they attracted the clientele most likely to do that in their home states mm. were now doing it at Gatheround. So, you know, at the Frio Gold Coast game, there was like 10 West Coast fans just wearing West Coast. That's gear. great. That's great. Yeah, although you still don't get a free pass
2: to wear coaching polos of the team you sport. There were millions of Coaching those. polos should not be worn. If you're not a coach, stuff, mate. Yeah. Like, stop pretending yeah. to be part, part of the Millions
1: of those and every time I saw it, I went
0: thumbs up, approved. It's, it's doing fun. like sporting
2: <laughs> merchandise, but also you have a collar. That's all, true.
0: All up, Adelaide, good. Very good. A 15-year-old Queenslander has broken the Australian under-20, 200-metre record over the weekend. Gout Gout destroyed the much older field as he showed no signs of gout and some serious potential for Australia.
2: I got as far into this headline as the name Gout Gout.
0: Yeah, he's a South Sudanese. It's quite common for them to have a double name, yeah. A leader, and a leader and things like that. And named after a terrible condition. I assume it doesn't have the same context in oh, South Sudanese. I would hope not.
1: You train for these events for so long every day,
0: and it's over in twenty seconds. It is heartbreaking because there's not much room for error in in sprinting yeah, or anything. Yeah, athletics like, that, like
1: yeah. AF- AFL players get three hours. Maybe they get to uh, try again if they miss a kick.
0: Do you know what always with with athletics? I always think about you have to be a specimen. In basketball or you know football like European football or even Aussie rules like there's a spot for Caleb Daniels on Western Bulldogs despite being the shortest guy ever. Whereas in in sprinting it's like oh sorry you're not fast don't play. I just did done
2: some research on gout gout on his Wikipedia page it says he's a form of inflammatory arthritis characterised by recurrent attacks of a red tender hot and swollen. That's if you get gout twice. Extra extra read all about it. <laughs>
0: I'm burning. Hot off the press. Uh, it's hot off the press. <laughs> oh, is it a lot more effort in <laughs> that kidding. scene? Actually, kidding this week. Um, uh, just a couple of things. We'll include some of the gather round too. Um, we took a media flight from Melbourne to Adelaide. There's reason we went to Melbourne early. Was entirely to get this flight. Probably cost us more money than what we saved. They changed our flights, which we'd already bought anyway, so we weren't like saving any money. We get on there, and there's just Carlton Football Club, and we're like, oh, okay, this is cool. Yeah. But the pilot was Tony Jones was on the flight. Tony Jones doing his piece to cameras, coming up the back, coming up the back, talking about turbulence. Me and Harry's sole goal as soon as we saw the Channel 9 crew was A, we were gonna chomp as Tony Jones. And B, we were getting on that fucking package. (laughs) (laughs) We were (laughs) <laughs> on and, stra- and that <laughs>
1: night a few hours later sure enough <laughs> the messages start coming in from people that have watched the news <laughs>
0: that night oh you're a big dick you're on the news <laughs> and it's the slightest second but harry's big dumb face is in the background <laughs> okay Giorgio, this is the
1: best bit so all the cameras are there and stuff and like obviously that's the you know chance to Get your, get your mug on TV. But Josh did give me an extra little briefing. He looked over me behind me like a few rows
0: back and goes, like, Harry, Harry, Harry. just goes,
1: do this when the camera comes. Like, ugh. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, like as, manic, manic. As much like- as possible. <laughs> they did about 17 running shots down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, again, one more time. <laughs> and then the virgin... <laughs> And the guy's and like, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. <laughs> and each time I was, and then there's the shot of me and I look like I'm having a seizure. Like I'm so into <laughs> yeah. it. But you had to be real, you had to watch, you had to be very careful.
2: H- uh, how far could you have pushed that until they're like, okay, um, no more. Honestly, well, we,
1: we could
0: have done more. We need, it, hey, Look, having an aisle seat would have been crucial. This is me meeting Tony Jones as well. Choppers. We met at um, Oz Open. Oh, yeah. yeah man. How you going, mate? Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah, no, we were yeah. saying hello. That's great to say. <laughs> he walked into that. <laughs> That's the bloody nerve on TJ. <laughs> what
1: was that? Was that necessary? What? Hey, like him saying, him saying, well, if we've met it, that was open, I've already met you.
0: He was like, no, you, you know, it's so funny. He's like a polarizing figure. A lot of people are like, oh, bloody TJ and stuff. Oh, Chompers. I love the Chompers thing. I love how players keep doing it too. And I think he like, from what I've heard, he partially loves it. What is the origin of Chompers? It's I think because he has veneers or has bright teeth so people call him it on the footy show, the Sunday footy show, and it became a thing because he hated it.
2: And what is the origin of Lanky
0: Ranga fuck? Um, <laughs> um Last Friday, Good Friday game, Tom Brown got in a fight with Mark McGowan in the change rooms. The journalist... Not Mark McGowan, the premier. premier yep. uh, he's from the age, and apparently, for bystanders, uh, he was criticizing BT in the call, and Tom Brown, being a bit protective, said, um, "You're a bogan and an idiot." And McGowan says, "You're a complete fool, and the whole world's laughing at you," or something like that. Isn't that interesting, guys? You, it's the most interesting. Maybe some sort of rebuttal would, would be great. Sorry,
1: I thought you sometimes. No, well, sometimes you yeah. move on so quickly, it Josh, and There's like no chance to talk. Okay, how about that? You want to move on? Oh, you want me to talk now? Why don't you just spell you it out next time? Do
0: you want us to fluff this one as well? Fluff, uh, fluff, 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 fluff. Uh, there's an
1: Adrian Barrish article you saw, Josh.
2: Not
0: me, Giorgio. Oh. I picked this one up.
2: <laughs> it's just... Uh, Who's Adrian Barrish? Adrian Barrish is a journalist at the West, sports journalist, former player, used to play for West. I think he played NRL as well. An article, after 20 years, I finally watched Seinfeld. An opinion piece. Mm. It's an opinion piece. He watched Seinfeld. Bloody good one. This is interesting to me. And I was trying to think is there anyone in the world whose opinion piece on finally watching Seinfeld I would read? If Jerry Seinfeld himself
0: had never watched Seinfeld,
2: <laughs> Yeah that
1: would
0: outside be
2: good. of Jerry Seinfeld, I don't think there
0: is anyone in the world. Newman, I'd be interested Newman, in. Larry, Larry David. This episode is apparently brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Uh, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure, like he's <laughs> what? he's Why? really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he says, I go the opposite.
1: Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hi, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? Well, what about you? Have you got a brother and uh, brother-in-law?
0: Uh no. You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask yeah. my brother to divorce his wife, and then we can see how we go. But yeah, mm, be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too He's always real Confident with his tips But they never ever come off Now if you're looking For a one stop shop For social betting Check out the Neds app You can create groups Perfect for betting together And ripping on your mates And if you think you found a winner You can let them know Or you might be looking For a hot tip And you can build a profile And share your bets With your followers Or you can see what Other punters
1: are like On the feed
0: There's also expert tips On everything AFL From the fantasy pick himself Tom Rockcliffe Within the Neds AFL Open Group
1: It's not just for AFL though Josh There are other <laughs> open groups For racing B-ball UFC C soccer and he's more
0: Download the Neds app if you haven't already And take it to the Neds level T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. No, I, I, no, I, no, I wouldn't care. No, Larry I wouldn't David, care. I'd not read it. Yeah, I wouldn't read I'd it. care about that. I'd care about, about that. Any, uh, do you want us to find more? that? Find more. That's two. Uh, Chris Rock. There you go. You'd care about that. If yeah. Chris Rock had never and was like, I watched Seinfeld, you'd care about that. A comedy great being like, oh, I haven't watched one of the greatest sitcoms ever. I'd be like, oh, that's been interesting. What Chompers? What about Adrian Barrett? <laughs> no, <laughs> I probably wouldn't read it. Chompers you'd read. It was behind a paywall too, I'd pay to read <laughs> it. (laughs) Walking shots on the broadcast. Both broadcasters seem to love to walk everywhere. BG walked down these stairs at Adelaide Oval. it It was like, hey, guys, we're in a different place. Let's be walking. Gary Lyon walking around when it was just like we needed to get to the digital wall where they, like, talk, show some graphic but for some reason he walked off set onto set and they followed him. And I'm like, why are they doing this? Go on. You guys
1: went to broadcast school. Did they teach that?
0: Someone would be like, what if we got a walking shot? And then someone probably goes, oh, what if he just stands at his end destination already there and then we do the information? And <laughs> they're like, nah, glamorous.
1: <laughs> Hang on, did you guys at broadcast school, did, Giorgio, did you do like pieces to camera and you tell really long stories?
2: I don't really remember any of it. I don't think I learned any of it. But um, yeah, I wasn't great on my feet. Oh, yeah. Wait, you weren't good at thinking your feet? No, no, I was pretty slow with it.
1: Oh, okay. Guys, I saw, I saw a headline. How about this? World's richest tennis star blows Michael Jordan and every other sports star out of the water. Oh, my
0: God. It's um,
1: tennis player. Yeah, tennis player. Jessica Pagula, the daughter of uh, billionaire Terry Pagula. Oh, handy. Multi-billionaire, yeah, no, that, that yeah, Owns the Buffalo Bills, this guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, her earnings weren't quite as high as <laughs> anyone else, but um, she's still filthy fucking rich. Owns They're, the
0: Buffalo Bills. They make that much Terry. money just from ice creams. Does that means Scotty James, <laughs> the snowboarder, is now richer than everyone because he's married to the daughter of a billionaire. Yeah,
1: not as rich as me though.
0: What in friends? In Buffalo Bills. <laughs>
1: in <laughs> I'll delete
0: that. <laughs> Independent Senator Lydia Thorpe has been filmed body shaming a male stripper for his small penis in a heated late night exchange over the weekend. A racist, dog. Oh, you a racist penis. Oh, penis. The vision has generated a push to stop small penis slurs for good. And we, for one, at the Kick It Forward podcast, are more than happy to get around this hear, and promote hear. it.
1: And are we doing enough to stop the small penis slurs? Are we, or what What else could we be doing? Well, this is I, a
0: serious issue. I reckon we should flip it. I reckon from now on, big penises and regular penises, they're bad. They slurs, should be shamed. And you know what, even more? <laughs> if you're, I don't know, tall and then people see your penis and they're like, oh, I thought it'd be bigger. You're top of the pole. You're the and I don't know who that would cater to, but I'm in. Yeah, Normalise tall people
2: in. having regular small-sized penises. I say.
0: Uh, well, no, no. Put them on the top. Make yeah. them the top seriously. of the pole. Seriously. Give them oh the boost God. they need. A, yeah. Thorpey Any- though. <laughs> Thorpey, though. Get out. Um, D Madigan on Twitter. So this is like some person who's like weighing in on rights on Twitter. This small dick stuff has to stop. It's not okay. Whoever says it, it's body shaming. We would not be okay with women being described the same way. And I completely back that in. I bloody hate when a woman is told she has a small cock. It is. (laughs) <laughs> journalists you wouldn't you surely couldn't touch this one or just finish up your article by
1: saying p.s i've got a huge dick
0: <laughs> people were replying just like so funny about it. like they had with like aggressive replies and i've been like oh the woke police at it again i'm like hey if you're trolling on twitter you probably have a small cock so you're uh, probably just getting around this <laughs> maybe that's why it was a bit less less of a reaction because all the like angry men on twitter were just like oh, this one's all right Oh my God. A couple of facts though. Uh, oh, 14.46 fact. centimeters is the reported average length of a penis in Australia. But Psalms 166 also says, <laughs> I said in my haste, all men are liars. And also, a survey <laughs> says that 80% of all people surveyed lie, especially about intimate things. But then one would argue, if they're being surveyed, is that not a line it perpetually gets lower? 80% it's, not, of 80% it's not really a fact of after
1: all, is it, Josh? I've just been drinking piss for five days in Adelaide, and you're throwing out
0: this really
1: <laughs> technical <laughs> <laughs> hard situation.
0: This male stripper is just trying to do his job. I don't <laughs> know he's trying to buck the mold. Like I guess most pe- most uh, penises, most strippers, they're more than a penis. Since Magic Mike, Mar- there's been quite a craft for stripping. Well, mm.
2: before Magic Mike,
1: Mar- they're more
0: than yeah. t- they're more than a little fourteen centimeter piece of. They meat. don't have it. You don't see many like I think that's the next step uh, an Instagram for artistic male stripping oh wait oh, damn it OnlyFans fuck oh, um, shit the Arsenal bottling factory is in full production, once again squandering a 2-0 lead as Man City close the gap. Yeah,
2: this is turning into a very tight EPL race with eight or so games left. But two weeks in a row now, Arsenal have fumbled the bag on a 2-0 lead. Uh, Man City only four points behind now with a game in hand and they play each other in about 10 days' time. So it's going to be a
0: very, very yeah. interesting game. Unreal, Man City, coming off that 4-0 win over Richmond FC as well without Sava.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: Oh like, shit, I knew that um, wasn't going to
2: be. Oh, uh, no, no, I knew that no, no. wasn't going to be. That's Ted Lasso, sorry. Um, Spoilers. But oh, sorry, Man, City, no. Man City have got a ridiculous, like, something like 27 out of the last 28 possible points. <laughs> NBA playoff someday. NBA playoff someday. NBA playoff sting. Oh, the gong! Gone. Extremely low effort sting oh, today. I loved it. Dude, that, oh, was, that was, was awesome. Yeah. Uh, ringing true with the other stings. Playoffs have started. Giddy's not in it. Giddy was knocked out of the final game. The tournament you need to win to get into the other tournament. Yeah. So Giddy's not in it, but he did nearly score a triple double. Question time. How common is it
1: for people to score a triple double in a game? Oh, more in the
2: modern era, but also. I, well, I don't I, give I've a got...
1: shit about giddy
2: games. <laughs> to put into your context, Harry, triple double is like probably like getting a really fully fucking sick barrel. Mm, I always do that though. <laughs> yeah, so, what's it's true? Not that special. That's true. <laughs> there were a couple upsets though. Giannis and the Bucks lost to eight seed Miami Heat. Giannis leaving after ten minutes with a lower back contusion, which basically is like means a bruise. And LeBron and the Lakers got a win over the Grizzlies, but unlikely white hero, Austin Reeves got extremely hot and he's like one of the most lovable non-athlete-looking NBA players, banking down threes, uh, and he just started shouting, I'm him, I'm him. (laughs) He's just cool. like tall, skinny, white guy. It, uh, why looks saying, nothing like a
0: professional athlete. Why do you have to athlete? say white why, guy? Why, why do you keep saying he looks like a professional athlete? I, th- I feel like you're doing all the, the classic reverse racism things of like, oh, he's endearing because he's white.
1: Okay, don't bring up slavery again, mate. Bronny James. Like
2: <laughs> um. Moving on. Bronny James <laughs> Despite being ranked 33rd in his recruiting class, this is LeBron James' son who's in his, about to go into college, hasn't decided who to play for yet. He's th- ranked 33rd in his class. His expected uh, salary value is around $7.2 million. Mm. The next highest valued player is 1.2, Jared McCain. In college? Oh, really? That's insane. That's how much having the name James is worth. They, no, not really. He's I got a
0: huge social following. he would be part of that too. It's like now they're finally monetizing the the college stuff. It's like LaMelo Ball. He already had a huge following prior to playing. Comes to the NBL, gets a huge price for that. Now it's a huge amount considering he's not like LaMelo Ball as a player but in saying that there's still an inherent value in that and he's a good player.
1: I didn't think they got paid in college or was that... Or no, it changed NFL. recently. It, oh, okay, 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 okay.
0: They changed the laws because the NCAA were effectively ripping off a percentage of athletes. Now some people argue that players shouldn't get paid in college because their education is payment but then the other side of it is these colleges make so, so much yeah. fucking money yeah. and they still them around like as if they were an asset in marketing and everywhere. Yeah. If they're a college football team, for instance, they sell out every single game. They're like 110,000 seat stadiums and they just make either pay the coaches 10 million or executives 10 million. So there's all these sort of weird things that happen. So finally, there's something. So this is in a case where Bronny James will make whatever college he goes to a lot of money. So yeah, but it's not perfect, but it's also just something to start. That is crazy, Georgia. Where's he going to go?
2: He hasn't actually decided yet. I think there's a few colleges like Ohio State, Michigan State, and a few others, but they're not sure yet.
0: A couple of things. I uh, Ben Henschel, the best player at the under twenty nationals, is signed with the Wildcats. Kind of out of nowhere. People thought he might go to college or stay at the AIS, and now he's signed Mm. with the Wildcats for two years on a full contract, and he's really good.
1: Yeah, I was just going to ask a quick hypothetical if you guys don't mind. Yeah, sure. Thought of one. you guys are talking about some basketball or something. Um,
0: would you guys rather
1: um, have coffee with Josh Giddy for like 15 minutes and you can have a photo or have Chomper's number on speed dial on you phone and he has to answer every time you call.
0: <laughs> Chomper's because it would just be too good value on the piss at 2am. It would. It wouldn't Giddy, I'm like, oh, this is great, really nice guy, maybe yeah. build a relationship with Chomper's. It's just like, I uh, – Tilsey, uh, his go, go for it, Matt.
1: Yeah, go for it. You take it. <laughs> I've got Josh Give i just get Chomper's number off you. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good idea, actually. And speaking of golf, i got a photo with Kevin Nair at the airport. At yeah, I, I airport. saw you
2: do this and you were just like
0: freaking out. I was like, yeah. well, I don't know who
1: that is, well, but he's, I'm happy for you, Harry. He's inspired my putting style of a golf. Uh, he's in town for Live Golf, of course.
0: There was a weird standoff between you two that – the only reason you were in a good mood, Harry, is because you met Kevin Nah, but there was only one spot with me in the Virgin Lounge, and you guys had to weigh up who did it. And Harry was in such good mood. He was like, you know what? You take it, George. Oh, yeah, it's very good.
1: I thought he'd be the big guy. Oh.
0: You know, it was really nice of you, actually. There wasn't much fight back from Giorgio. He was like, <laughs> I
2: said, I
1: was like, no, no, no. <laughs> no you go, no, no, you
0: no, go. I, it's it's go. Right, no, I think you sure. went, like, are you sure? And then you were already walking in.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Elite New South Wales Boys Private School Waverley College doesn't make enough money on school fees, so they've decided to charge $20 per haircut if the boys rock up on the first day of school with a mullet.
1: Yes, the war on the mullet continues, guys. $23,000 a year it costs to go to this uh, school. Very expensive. Josh said earlier it's pretty cheap. (laughs) Didn't you, Josh? Yeah, for me. Um, I'm in the lounge. So, yeah, there's going to be a hairdresser on site for uh, when Term 2 kicks off. And I'm guessing revenues will be about ten trillion dollars for all the mullets that roll in.
2: (laughs) Yeah, love a mullet. Um, But hey,
1: twenty bucks a haircut—it's pretty cheap. It's a good haircut. Would you just rock up, (laughs) get your haircut, and also could you expect like you know nice service, like a hot towel? (laughs)
2: And, uh, ha- Harry's not even a school student he's just like yo yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta go to my, I gotta go to school um, you can just, I'll just get a haircut yeah, skin nice. fade and then on the top just like
0: the fade. yeah, um, the yeah I'll front have a hot chocolate <laughs> I'll have a hot chocolate actually
1: just tidy the mullet up thanks that'd be great they'll be, like,
0: they'll be like hey do you want a coffee or a beer and George goes I have a dairy milk chocolate bar mm.
1: oh hang on a sec okay coffee and beer thing I personally don't go to a barber that offers like a coffee coffee services and stuff like and what do you think about getting a beer when you get a haircut? If it's Friday, I love it. It's called uh, being an
0: absolute legend.
1: <laughs> Legends! <laughs> oh, my
2: God. This guy can't be stopped. Josh, you've got a serious problem, mate. Josh, I've seen you get, like, 30 haircuts in the last two weeks. Why is that? Gather around. Gather be- around, mate. Beers. I'm addicted. <laughs> he just goes every day for a
0: beer. Guys, there were the headlines. No, oh, no. well done golf club, well done. that for sure. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, well yeah. For our investigation this week, I've got a very special guest, but I first want to ask you what's your favourite team song?
1: Uh, that'd be Well, We're the Power from Port, it's more than a sport. How come?
0: That's just because you get to hear that.
2: Other song, right?
1: Uh, I'm a Port Adelaide fan, so I love it.
2: Oh, okay. News <laughs> to me. <laughs> Look, uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm a very biased West Coast fan, but I can't stand the West Coast song.
0: What about I- the Birds of Tokyo remix they play before I- the game? It's
2: somehow somehow they made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. It's like, uh, oh, yeah,
2: let's have a one-minute intro to our shit song. That's even better.
0: We have to say the Big Big Sound's a pretty good one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it goes hard, hard. In 2019, GWS make it all the way to the grand final and Richmond – had a pretty big win, a historically big win. Uh, you'd argue that the theme song for the GOS Giants, the team song, had an even bigger win. Now we've got the creator of that on the podcast today to tell us exactly how it came to be. Roll the tape. Whether you love a team, Kanga, 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 or hate them. The the- Rose. Team song is celebrated or booed. Boo boo and carries the collective history of an organization. So if you had to create a war cry,
3: how would you go about it? So my name is Harry James Angus. I'm a musician, mainly trumpet player. And uh, among other things, I wrote and recorded the song for Greater Western Sydney Giants. It kinda hasn't gone away for me. <laughs> <laughs> People keep singing it to me everywhere I go.
0: Well, there's a big, big sound from the west of the town. It's Harry a... Angus was the singer, songwriter and musician for iconic Aussie band, The Cat Empire, for 20 years. Oh, hello, hello. Oh, hello. But in 2012, a random connection to the AFL's expansion club, the GWS Giants, set up a big,
3: big opportunity. My band, The Cat Empire, the drummer... Will Hull Brown. He had a friend. I think he was working in some kind of development role for the Giants. Anyway, he mentioned to me in passing that I should send in a song. I'm into old time music as well. You know, I play like trad jazz and old timey stuff, which really is, when you think about it, there's not much in Australia that 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 we could say is on the historical record from that era of music. The thing that jumps to mind is is the football team songs because. They 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 kind of have that sound. I thought, oh that'd be fun to do a song like in the kind of in the style of the older team songs. So I made a little demo and I sent it over to this guy Joey. And then I didn't hear anything back from them for probably like six months, maybe even a year. I don't know. One day the phone rang and it was someone from the Giants and they said "We, we love the song and we need it next week i think i was the only person that sent one in so i don't think it was much of a selection process i think it was like we need a song and there's one here and so that's what it's going to be how different was the demo then to the final product let me think what happened so i flew up to the giants headquarters there out in western sydney i met kevin sheedy and mark williams and all the players and we all talked about kind of what they wanted out of the song. Even though it didn't change much, it did change in a really important way, which is that um, something that I didn't never thought about is the players don't care what the recording sounds like. They don't care, like, oh, you know, whether it's got trumpets or not. That they just care about how's it going to be for us to sing it after the game. And I hadn't thought about that at all, but that was really on their mind because everyone had seen Gold Coast Suns win it, finally win a game and no one knew the words to their own team song. So they were like, well, we don't want to do that. So someone said, oh, we need a yellow and black, like in the Richmond song, how everyone yells yellow and black, you know. Tiger, black. So we put a little extra bit in the song, which was um, the Winston Churchill quote, never surrender. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight in the fields. We shall never surrender. We
0: will never surrender. We'll fight until the end. We're than the rest.
3: We will never surrender. And that's like something that the players, they didn't actually suggest those words themselves, I don't think, but they they made it really clear, we need to yell something here at this point in the song. We need a war cry. I'm not a... um football follower at all. People tell me years later, oh, Never Surrender is is part of our culture, you know? Like, that's part of how we play. But this song wasn't loved by everyone at the start. Everyone had their different opinions about the song at first. Some people liked it. Some people thought it was super weird that it wasn't, you know, electric guitars and... Um, I guess like maybe what they'd gotten used to from some of the newer team songs, someone was trying to manufacture some controversy that Angry Anderson was crossed that the song wasn't more contemporary. And, um, you know, for a while journalists were calling to me, say calling me saying, um, you know, what do you have to say to in reply to Angry Anderson? And I was just like, well, nothing, you know. I don't, I don't really care. Everyone kept saying to me, well, you won't be hearing it. You know, you won't be hearing it for a while didn't take that long before I started hearing it a lot. And then I started hearing it a hell of a lot.
0: In 2009, the Giants made a run all the way to the grand final. Everyone began to realise just how good the big, big sound was.
2: An afternoon where
0: the Giants were superb.
2: Nazareth's up there. GWS are through to the 2019 grand final.
0: And then the meme started.
1: Marcel, OK, if you press that button, you are in very, very big. There's something wrong with what my Stacy
3: says. Um, I had a I had a single coming out that week, the week of the grand final, um, like a little solo kind of indie jazz song and i was trying to do publicity for it and my phone was ringing off the hook every journalist wanted to talk to me and i kept saying everyone ah, oh, yeah yeah you know and i've also got this new single coming out this week and like just i mean it was funny it was kind of frustrating but just no one cared fair enough it was grand final week
0: well the song had a win the giants got pumped
3: the tigers are premiers.
0: But why is Angus's end result more impressive than what we've seen from, say, the Suns or the Fremantle Dockers? They
1: had some good
3: they had some good ideas, like they wanted they had that Volga Boatman song thing going on and you know, that which links back to Frio's history as a port town and, you know, kind of playing into all that and that they called the Dockers and all that. like It all made a lot of sense on paper. I just think maybe the way it was delivered didn't quite nail it. The, most of the recent team songs did miss the point that there is actually a musical history and a musical culture to the song. And, you know, when it comes over the loudspeaker, it's, it's associated with a whole bunch of things like cheering and catching the train. And you know, meat pie and sauce. I don't know much about football, but I do know about, you know, if you want to do something with brass and an old-fashioned sound, how to make it sound like it's still slapped.
0: Being part of history isn't the only award for Harry.
3: Yeah, I think there's like a broadcast fee for playing a piece of music in a stadium, and it's just a set amount, and you know, it's not, it's not a huge amount. But um, you know, some footy clubs are around for over 100 years, so it could add up over time. I haven't quite worked it out, but I think I get paid like every time the Giants win. <laughs> so it's like betting, except you never lose, you know? It's awesome. It's like a
0: billion dollars. Josh Garlick reporting. Well, there's a big, big sound from the west of the town. It's the sound of the mighty giant.
1: Oh, Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish
3: to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's big...
1: Yeah, Paris Big House is back, and gee, I have had a busy, busy week in the Big House, boys. Uh, first of all, I'll start with a quick follow-up from last week's case, uh, where Teezy dobbed in his mate for not buying their mates a wedding present. Even though work flew him from Japan to Australia, he said that, uh, no, I had to pay for the flights, so I won't get them a present. Teasy follows up and says, hey, mate. Just finished listening, bloody great job. I'm actually heading over to Japan for a visit soon so we enforce Harry's verdict with extreme prejudice. My verdict being he has to buy them a present. He does have to buy them a present worth about 30 bucks. We'll let you know how it goes. I think you guys are fucking hilarious. So keep up the good work. Thanks, Teezy. Teezy, we really appreciate you going over. Uh, We do like to see punishments fulfilled in Harry's big house, still waiting for a few to um, go down. Let's now get straight to a special gather round case. Are you guys ready? Harry's big house is actually leveling up here. What? Yeah, this is. <laughs> yeah, I know. From the ground to slightly higher off the ground. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, order. Oh Too much leveling. Oh All right. This is from Sam in South Australia. Came in just a few days ago. Harry, I have a genuine crime to nominate for your big <laughs> house. Okay. I'm a police. <laughs> o- I'm a police officer in sa and while patrolling the adelaide city saturday night i was driving down a side street and noticed a tall lanky bloke (laughs) obstructing the (laughs) roadway how the
2: turntables
1: as i approached i noticed it was in fact your own josh garlop standing on the road blocking a police vehicle ordinarily he could have copped a 148 dollar fine but I don't think this punishment quite fits the crime. (laughs) What would you suggest be a more appropriate punishment for such a heinous crime? (laughs) Order, order. Look forward to hearing the outcome. Um, And he says, by the way, I just told him to get out of the way and he kept driving because we had bigger fish to fry.
2: What fish? It's not so fun up there, is it, Josh? Uh,
1: this is a great case. This is a, this is a great, great case. As I said, it's getting pretty serious. We're taking on work from the South Australian police now. <laughs> How exciting. Now, of course, I don't like when one of our own's in the big house, but I have to address the case. And it's no. only fair that I did some real research into the case. Uh, when looking through the traffic act... Josh is guilty of multiple offences, including section 236 offence A363. Pedestrian, move into path of driver causing traffic hazard. And... Oh, section, sorry,
0: section sorry, I just fell asleep. Two,
1: three, six, offense. Eight, three, six, four. Unreasonably obstruct path of driver or other pedestrian to name just a few offenses. By the way, and the fine is in fact one hundred and forty-eight dollars. So wow. That, so yeah. Now Sam also mentioned that Josh, you did apologize and say thanks. Uh, so with that early guilty plea, he is eligible <laughs> for a thirty percent sentencing discount. That's what Sam said. Guess what I say in the big house? No discounts in the big house. <laughs> Come on. Um, all right, let's get to the verdict. I would first of all like to thank Police Officer Sam for um, keeping us safe while I gather around and for not finding Mr Gallop. The old bigger fish to fry saying truly is the Aussie way. Here, here! do we agree with that or what? Yes. Okay, thanks. When looking through the Harry's Big House Dog Act of 1973, <laughs> there is in fact a punishment that aligns with this crime. Mr Gallop, when you retire from work or whatever age that may be, You must volunteer to be a lollipop man at a local school to help the children safely across the road. (laughs) By this time, I would hope you have learnt to safely cross the road and can help the kids out. Thank you so much. Sam also said he spotted me stumbling out of Shotgun Willys and Memphis Slim Blues House and can only assume I was kicked out for drinking all the beers. (laughs) Josh, what a great case that was from a real police officer.
2: I'm just going to pull a Georgia here and be like,
1: no, I'm not doing it. That didn't happen. Well, you've got 50 years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it.
2: yours is conveniently like 50 years away. Also, you did do that.
1: No, I,
0: would. No, I didn't. It was his fault.
1: Okay. Should we just get him to transfer us both
0: 148 bucks? Okay, okay. Sorry. No, I will do it. What is the punishment again? Oh, uh, yeah. You, you
1: have to volunteer to be a lollipop man. Oh, I'm school.
0: happy with that. Are you, he, um, when right, you I retire. remember he, he drove up behind me, he beat, and then he leaned over and goes, kick it forward. And nice. And you can nice. imagine, like, when you're half cut and you're just there and it's sort of a bit, but bewildered and you're standing on a like a one centimeter by one centimeter square to get out of the way of this car and i'm like oh, i'm in trouble now i'm going to the big house and trust me i know the law first hand <laughs> he house. says that i'll just start laughing it was great
1: um how do you feel about being out of jail though? i'm not going to jail
0: yeah it feels good i guess i guess you really um you only sort of understand the value of freedom when you are threatened with losing it
1: i think it's called freedom
0: Sorry. Freedom. <laughs> Um, lollipop man. I used to hate them growing up sometimes because there was this one close to my house. <laughs> Hang on a second. What do you mean? There's was this one close so- to our house that would scream at us if we were up the top of the hill and we'd cross the road early. Okay. Don't cross
2: the road early. So one- also, they're lollipop people.
0: One out of, so-
1: <laughs> one out of a million is a- screaming at you
0: and you assume they're all bad. You're saying it's anecdotal. Anyway, I just think it's bloody serendipitous if I now, after ripping on this one old man my mm-hmm. whole life, now I actually have to cop what he got. Okay. We Somebody know. tells me I'll be grumpy too.
1: We hate slavery and lollipop people. Really? Uh, dear muscles. Hello,
2: superstars. Hold regard.
0: you got Hello, me. Hello and welcome to Mail It In, where we hear from you, the fans. Thank you for DMing me again this week. Um, <laughs> happens every week. Also, thank you for those that emailed. Um, we had one DM from com- at Commercial Kitchens. Hey, guys. Are they checking tickets off for the hill? <laughs> we have seats tomorrow night, but um, would rather stand on the hill. Did he so, just think you could- so now I'm um, also Adelaide <laughs> Oval Info. <laughs> sick. But there's more to unpack here.
2: Did he just think the hill was a public hill? That you go stand on, and there's
0: someone that goes around and checks all the tickets. Well, he's just like, oh, maybe there's a ticket for entry there or something like that, or there's a number of people. I think he's uh, actually
1: concerned <laughs> if as to whether a commercial kitchen can fit through the yeah. gates
0: and onto the hill. He drags it behind him everywhere <laughs> he goes. <laughs> Thank you, at Commercial Kitchens. Um, <laughs> Just wanted to have a quick shout out to a couple of people we met on the weekend. We met the pub golf guys that were in the the thing last week. Yeah, legends. Funny guys. We met a couple of them on the Thursday night game. And then we met a bunch of guys like Charlie and Archie and stuff. Were they the same guys? Sorry. Were they they the pub golf guys?
1: Uh, Archie's pub uh, golf. they, They were pub golf. Okay. With the chuggernaut.
0: Yes. What not? Yes. Apparently the Chuggernaut won, so we had an update. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. So That's beautiful. Chuggernaut won. And, that, and yeah. carried the backpack all the way. Colsey and Flick, our, one of our few female listeners, she was a big fan and they came up and said hi. Oh, absolutely lovely. And um, Frio Hospital Adelaide Couple. And there were these two mad Frio fans that live in Adelaide and they gave us some tips on the hospitality. and They were just really nice. And uh, Pretty much everyone of the guys we had a beers with at halftime at the uh, Frio Gold Coast game. They were really cool too. Yep. But yeah, everyone we met, so friendly, even a cop at that. So uh, should we get to the emails? Do you want to go first, Harry, with Nick? Yeah, sure do.
1: <clears throat> Order. Hey, fellas, love the pod even though it's shit. Hmm. <laughs> that's that's, that's so common. It's like our strongest part. The pod <laughs> is shit. People have a go. Just wanted to see if you had any comment on your choice of pub at Gather Round. Now, I actually did have a bit of a a comment earlier about the Exeter um, and the Cumbie, but after the Frio Suns game at Norwood, I had a good shit chat with Giorgio and Harry, not Josh. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Nick, order At the closest pub to Norwood Oval, I couldn't help but notice the name of the pub was The Colonist. Given the pod's past stance on racism and slavery, I was surprised to see you lot buying $12 pints in such a named establishment. Does this mean the pod stance and slavery has changed and Giorgio can bring back weekly ant facts? Cheers, Nick. Also, Harry, sorry for the awkward fist bump handshake was potentially the most embarrassing moment in my life. Nick, that was exciting for me because half the videos we've been doing the last couple of years do feature an awkward handshake. This pub, I was surprised to see it selling $12 jugs during like an AFL game or even gathering itself. They could have made heaps of money.
0: Wait, did you meet him at the second place or the first place? Wasn't the colonist the second place?
1: You think I remember which pubs we went to? Sorry, I'm so sorry. Sorry, maybe it was the second – oh, this got the second place. And
2: and just to be clear, it's the colonists not as in – it's a common error, not as in one who colonises but um, one uh, who sells colons, like colons as in like anuses. And we love them. Common misconception we are still Uh. anti-ants and uh, anti-slavery, anti-colonisation, so – Thank you for giving me the chance to clear that up. All right, excellent.
1: Gee, you want to take Saxon?
2: Saxon, uh, hello, Big Dog, Turbo, and Old Mate. I'll take Big Dog. I'm Turbo. With Gather gather Round being locked up in South Australia till 2026, (laughs) what should WA do to not be the forgotten state? I first thought WA should do inverted Gather Round where there is only one game played in the state, (laughs) (laughs) but that happens on most weekends anyway. But after realizing ants support slavery, I came to the conclusion that WA should have kick it forward round where teams get a point for every forward kick, but give away a free kick if they kick it sideways or backwards. Mm. This will allow for teams to win more games as everyone knows you can't win if you don't kick it forward. Here, here. The game should be played could be played at Optus, Mandra, Josh's Backyard, Subway, Harry's Doghouse, and could even be sponsored by Yeti. Only catches Essendon aren't allowed to win as
0: everyone hates them. i got to check with dad first because I oh, live with him now. yeah, that
1: backyard, yeah.
2: I've
1: got to check with my dog.
0: I really like because it's been locked in for Adelaide till 2026, which I think is good. And I think like the one thing I reckon for Gather Round on the weekend, just quickly before we get to silliness, um, it'll get way better next year. Like the AFL have rushed it through like they did AFLX, but this one isn't a steaming turd. This one actually was really good and it's a success and it's like there is something to it. But next year, now that they sort of understand the basic format, they'll add layers to it.
1: Yeah, like an extra long zip line. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think they'll just have more events and stuff to do because uh, it's a lot of footy to go to. So I think they just need more going on around it. And I think the pubs will adjust to it. Like we'll probably have a live pod over there and things like that. Uh,
1: idea for Gather 2024. Play all the games on Thursday.
0: <laughs> and then just <laughs> have a big old steamer in Adelaide. Give us a Sunday <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah, come on. Thanks for the email, Saxon. That was great, Saxon. James, hey, champions. All right, skip this one then. No, assuming you're well, for the last year, my two equal favourite podcasts have been the Kick It Forward podcast and Full Credit, although uh, we might have to censor that. Uh, Yeah, sponsorship. Uh, Copyright, copyright. Uh, Dylan and Daniel from List Cloggers. On their potty, they have a People Who segment, which everyone is a fan of. Probably a month ago, I submitted something on their story and I forgot about it. Uh, I was driving through town today running some errands. Why is he, why is he included <laughs> the, the errands? errands I know. <laughs> you, can, you can imagine my shock when I hear them read out my Insta handle, which they butchered, made fun of my submission, and then roasted me because they thought I, it was shit. Just wanted to let you know that they can ne- now get fucked, and you boys are the only official number one podcast in Australia with no competition. I will try to sort a trophy out in the next coming weeks. Keep up the great work, kind regards. James P.S. Please play Giorgio Bot on the podcast me just once it would be the only thing no that's real (laughs) Giorgio. i'll put i'll put one in oh yeah we
1: thought you including errands in your story was a really good idea james (laughs) and
0: we are not (laughs) going to i would have i would have liked to know specifically what errands (laughs) <laughs> no, it was well written. Great podcast. You I'll let you rest your rest your weary heads. I know Harris to get up in like four hours for work. Yeah. Um, where, where lots yeah. more coming in the next couple of weeks, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Normalized chocolate bars at Footy Games. <laughs> This episode is apparently brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Who's um, your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? he's Why? really good. Like I um I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours and then and this year just anything he says, I go the opposite.
1: Congrats, it's a good it's a good uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got um. Yeah, got what are you what are you? What well, about you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law?
0: Uh no. <sighs>
1: You need a brother-in-law For your tips mate right. That's oh, where really? I get mine from Yeah,
0: I could ask my brother To divorce his wife And then we can see how we go But mm, It'd be the first step Wouldn't it <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers.
1: Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed.
0: There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not
1: just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing. B-ball. UFC soccer and he's more
0: download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website you win some you lose more for free and confidential support visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.